Blog Talk Radio. It's time now for the Conqueror's Cafe Show. Your hour of empowerment and inspiration with your host, Twyla Reed, author of Broken Wings. Here we encourage you to spread your broken wings and keep soaring by the power of God as you transform your tragedies into empowering moments. Thank you for joining us today. We are here every Sunday night at 7 o'clock p.m. Eastern Standard Time. We have a very special guest today that's here to share their testimony of hope and healing with us all. So don't move because you are definitely in for a treat today here on the Conqueror's Cafe. Hello, 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 everyone, and happy Sunday. Welcome to another amazing episode of the Conqueror's Cafe. I'm your host, Dr. Twyla Reed, known as your Tragedy to Strategy Mentor. I'm the author of Broken Wings, which is a true story of a mother's unwavering love for her son in the aftermath of a horrific car accident, which left him with a severe traumatic brain injury. That mother and son, my friends, is my son and I. And this book is about our journey through his recovery. It is our testimony of hoping, healing, of how we use prayer and how we use perseverance to overcome the hardships that we endured during that time. Many of you know that when you go through a traumatic experience of any kind, the hopelessness and the helplessness that you feel can be so overwhelming. Well, I just open up and we let the world in to hear about our journey and to give the world hope to let other survivors know that if God did it for us and if he brought us through, then he can surely do the same for you. I'm also the founder and CEO of Broken Wings Incorporated, which is a 501c3 nonprofit organization designed to provide awareness about traumatic brain injury to communities while providing support, resources, tips, and brain injury prevention insights. We educate and empower brain injury survivors, caregivers, and their family members by teaching them how to have the life they desire after dealing with the devastation of a brain injury by providing real-time working strategies to ideal well-being. And today, guys, I want to uh, let you all know and remind you that um, uh, all of my books are available on my website at www.twilowee.com. So in addition to uh, Broken Wings, I've also written Affirmations for the Mind, Body, and Soul, which is a guide for survivors of traumatic events. Uh, Also, my journey, goal-setting journal. How many of you know that we are in the last quarter of 2018? That's right. We are in the last quarter of this year. And what does that mean? That means that we don't make New Year's resolution. We set goals. And if your goals are not headed towards the vision that God has for you, then, my friend, I want to let you know that you may be headed in the wrong direction. It is very important that when setting goals, that your goals be centered around God's vision and plans for your life. So if your day-to-day activities are not leading you towards you achieving your goal, then the things in your life that you expect to change or be different won't change or be different. And there's a simple secret to effective goal setting, and that is to simply start. Just start. I'm also the author of The Word, The Truth, and The Light, which is a Bible study notebook. 
I've truly found that um, one key difference between reading and studying God's word is writing down what you hear and absorb. So whether you have no Bible experience or you've studied the Bible for years, this handy-dandy Bible study notebook will provide an excellent intro to your personal Bible study. Again, all books can be ordered on Amazon, Barnes & Noble, or directly from my website at www.twilarie.com. That's T-W-Y-L-I-A-R-E-I-D.com. And I want to remind you guys that November is fast approaching. It is. What is so special about November, you may be asking. Yeah, it's Thanksgiving and it's, and it's all that. But it is also National Family Caregivers Awareness Month. That's right. So if you are listening and you are a caregiver or if you know a caregiver, I want to invite you all to please check out my website. Uh, My new book will be released on November 3rd, um, and it's titled, What Do You Do When Caregivers Need Caregiving? What do you do? When caregivers need caregiving, you know, so those that are struggling with the challenges of being a caregiver to those with chronic or lifelong illness, you will walk away with a peace of mind and reassurance needed to continue on your caregiving journey. That's right. It is indeed a journey to be a caregiver. Uh, I just attended the 2018 Christian Book Lovers Retreat in Myrtle Beach, South Carolina, and I tell you, it was amazing. It was amazing just being in the room and being in the presence of so many beautiful um, uh, uh, Christian literary icons. It was truly an honor. And I, and I met a lot of people and found out that there um, is definitely a need for those who are in the role of um, operating in the role of a caregiver. Uh, so many times we... We lack self-care. So many times we, because we're so used, we're built to put the needs of others before our own. Uh, I, I said I was a guest panelist, and I stated that I truly believe that God just put something special down on the inside of a caregiver and that everybody cannot be a caregiver. I just really, truly believe that. And so I want to remind you all, November 3rd, that's right, November 3rd, and the launch date, the release date of my new book, What Do You Do When Caregivers Need Caregiving? So if you're a caregiver or you know a deserving caregiver, I, I would uh, submit to you to please uh, order the book and bless them. Bless a caregiver during November. Again, it's National Family Caregivers Month. So, you know, what a wonderful thing to do. So uh, just keep that in mind. Again, it is Sunday, and we are so happy to be here. Been on the road traveling today, so I want to thank God for his traveling grace. Um, we have an amazing show today. You know, I just want to welcome you guys to the show again. As you all know, here on the Conqueror's Cafe, we highlight survivors of traumatic events who've made it out victorious, and now, yes, now they are here to share their testimony of hoping healing with the world, to offer encouragement and inspiration to others as they travel on their own personal journey. For today's episode or any of our episodes, please visit our website at www.conquerorscafe.com. That's www.conquerorscafe.com. We also invite you to like, follow, and share our Facebook page 
at www.facebook.com forward slash Conqueror's Cafe. So um, if you are interested in being a guest on our show or if you have a a story of hope and healing or if you would just like a free 20-minute consultation, please contact me at 912-335-3799 or you can email me at info at com. Now we are down to one of my favorite parts of this show, our scripture reading. And our scripture for this evening is coming from 1 John, third chapter, verse number 18. 1 John 3 and 18. And you all know I like to read from two different versions. So our first version is going to be coming from the NIV, and it reads, Dear children, let us not love with words or speech but with action and in truth. Next, I'm going to read to you from the message, the message Bible. I'm going to be reading 1 John chapter 3, verses 18 through 20 from the message, and it reads, My dear children, let's not just talk about love. Let's practice real love. This is the only way we'll know we are living truly, living in God's reality. It's also the way to shut down debilitating self-criticism, even when there is something to it. For God is greater than our worried heart and knows more about us than we do ourselves. So I want to talk a little bit, just for a few moments, on it's in the small things. How many of you know it's in the little things that really count? Our acts of service should imitate Jesus. Everything that we do, everything that we should imitate Jesus. Our service should demonstrate our love. And when it demonstrates our love, that's because we should be demonstrating God's love. And our service validates our word. How many of you have experienced a pay it forward uh, uh, experience when you've been in the drive-thru and the person in front of you paid for your food, and when you got to the window to pay, um, the clerk said, oh, no, 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 the person in front of you paid for your meal. Or how many times have you done that for someone? Let's take it a little bit, bring it a little closer. What about the people who sacrificed time and resources to help those in Florida who were affected by the recent hurricane? What about those people? What motivates people to just drop everything and drive hours and hours and hours to move appliances, to, to um, move uh, uh, trees and debris and, and do demolition, demo, demolition work? What moves people to do that? What moves them to provide hope in a place that they've never been before? Some people have never been to the panhandle before. It's love. Think about this verse. Commit your way to the Lord. Trust in him, and he will do this. That's coming from Psalm 37 and 5. This is especially true when we follow God's call to help. The Apostle John said, if anyone sees a brother or sister in need but has no pity on them, how can the love of God be in that person? How? It may be a, a daunting task, or it may be something that you're just not used to doing. But we have God's promise to help when we do what pleases him. 
That is his promise to us. We have God's promise to help when we do what pleases him. When a need arises, we can honor God by just being willing to offer a yes of love and what we sense he's asking us to do for others. All he wants is a yes of love. So our prayer tonight is, is, Lord, please open up our eyes to the needs of others. Open up our hearts to those people. Open up our hands so that we can provide help in the time of need. Remember, when we show God's love, we are willing to help others. We show his strength when we take on the task that he gives us to do. So remember, it's in the small things. Amen, amen, amen. Want to give a quick shout out to our sponsors, Broken Wings Incorporated, a 501c3 nonprofit organization designed to provide awareness about traumatic brain injury to communities while providing support, resources, tips, and brain injury prevention insights. So if you are a survivor of a traumatic brain injury or a caregiver, please visit our website for more information at www.brokenwingsinc.org. That's www.brokenwingsinc.org, or you may call 912-335-3799. Sister Sense, for personalized candles and gift baskets for any occasion, please contact Ms. Charlotte Davenport at 205-514-0866. Shipping is available. Again, contact Ms. Shari Davenport at 205-514-0866 for your custom-made, personalized gift baskets and candles. For those living in the Birmingham, Alabama area, if you are looking for an organization where your child can be a part of a team where together everyone truly achieves more, a place where dance is a part of who they are, that, that encompasses unity like never before, then the Birmingham Players is who you need to connect with. Please contact Ms. V at 479-899-2618 for more details. And if you have a business or an event that you'd like to have advertised on our show, please contact me at info at Reed for more details. Thank you so much. Again, thank you all for joining us on this peaceful, beautiful Sunday evening. It's a little bit nippy here in Savannah, Georgia. But nonetheless, it's been a beautiful, beautiful day. You could have been anywhere else doing other things, but you've taken out the time to be right here with us on tonight. And I tell you, I want to say thank you. We have an amazing show lined up for you all this evening. I want to ask you all uh, that are here listening with us this evening, uh, for the women that are listening, are you a high-achieving woman? Do you want to know how to move forward despite the obstacles that you face throughout life's journey? Well, our guest, Arthur Nicole Mason, is here to share her strategies with you on how to maintain your momentum. She is here to share her testimony of hoping healing, how she made a conscious decision to maintain her momentum through some of the toughest times in her life, how she used those experiences to create a desire to encourage others when they may feel that they are where they should be in their life. So I want you guys to relax, grab your cup of tea or your cup of coffee as we prepare to be blessed by this anointed vessel of God. But first, we're going to take a quick break. We'll be right back. Don't you move. 
to come to your platform and to share with your listening audience. Well, thank you. I tell you, it is truly an honor to have you on the show. Now, I've read your bio and I've done all of that good stuff, but I want you, in your own words, to say hello and just let our listeners know who you are and what you do, Nicole. Okay, excellent. Thank you so much. Well, good evening, everyone. 
Uh, thank you so much for tuning in to this awesome and amazing show. Um, I always chuckle to myself when I'm asked that question, who is Nicole Mason? And as you might imagine, <laughs> and, as you, uh-huh, and as you may even be um, akin to yourself, there's such a, I'm such a complex being, like so many other people, <laughs> have all these amazing things going on, and I attribute everything in my life uh, to God. I am sold out for the Lord. I appreciate him for his hand upon my life, and I'm so excited to just share a little bit about myself throughout our time together tonight. So welcome, and I pray that God will bless you tremendously uh, during this time that we are together. Amen, amen. I like that. I hear the fire. I hear the excitement, and I am so happy and honored again to have you here with us, Nicole. Thank you so much for joining us. Mm -hmm. We are going to jump right on in. I want you to let's talk about you when you first started writing this amazing book Mm -hmm. that you have here, Maintain Your Momentum. I want you to Mm -hmm. share with our listeners when you first started writing and what inspired you to do so. So I have been writing since I was a kid, actually. Um, Writing has always been very therapeutic for me. I was an only child, only grandchild, and so uh, books uh, became my friend and my siblings, and so uh, I I have spent an inordinate amount of time writing um, for myself and then sharing it with others. So this particular book, Maintain Your Momentum, is uh, my fourth book. Um, I wrote this book in one setting. Um, I had foot surgery a few years ago, and while I was convalescing, I decided that I would do something productive while I was trying to manage that pain. Amen. (laughs) I know how that can be. (laughs) Absolutely. So I started writing the book, and uh, it is a collection of quotes that I have written, and I really... My intention was really to uh, help women who are uh, in their vocations, in their professions, in their businesses, to maintain the momentum that they uh, get to, because we all have situations that come to knock us off kilter, as I like to say, Uh, but we have to remember our why. And so the success quotes are really to push women to keep going in times of difficulty, to keep going in times of darkness, because we all have them, because there is a greater good that is attached to everything that God has put our hands to do. And so I am uh, the encourager, I'm the motivator, I am the pusher, Uh, success strategies, all of those parts of me um, come together in a full fruition through my writing to push women, although I am not, you know, personally with them. I can't tell you how many people I've had to say to me, I could hear your voice when I was reading. I could hear you saying that to me. Uh, And I attribute that to God (laughs) and the gifting that he has given me to do just that. Mm Mm-hmm. Hey, man, I like that, the encourager, the motivator, and the pusher. That's right, girl. I love it. Mm-hmm. You know, and just to hear you say those things, 
I tell you, just the fire in your voice, the excitement in your voice as you're talking mm-hmm. about what you do. You know, it's so different when you have a passion, a true passion for, for what oh, you yeah. do, for what you're called to do. And when you mm-hmm. know that you know that you know what your purpose is, I tell you, you can tell there's a difference. And I also like mm-hmm. what you said about remembering your why. See, there are a lot of things that can change in your process of doing what you do. Your location, your Mm -hmm. who can change, the what can change, the Mm -hmm. where can change. But your why Mm -hmm. should never change. Because as long Mm -hmm. as you are focused and you know what your why is, that's going to keep you motivated. Would you agree with that? Absolutely. I wholeheartedly agree. And the women that I have been so to serve, uh, that has been my underlying foundation when working with them, that your why has to outweigh your obstacles. Your why has to outweigh your opposition and your why has to even outweigh your you because we can sometimes be uh, the thing of the emotions that get in our own way. So your why has to be bigger than all of that and constantly remembering why you do what you do. You know, and so for me, for writing, for example, uh, I remember years ago going to a writing workshop on the University of Pennsylvania's campus, and the lady said something that was so profound, and I still use that as a a motivating factor for me. She said, your writing can go to places that you may never go. And that is true because my books um, have sold in South America, in Africa, in London, uh, and so that is true. Amen. I just released a book that I'm a part of just this past week that um, has sold in Australia, in India, uh, the Netherlands, all of these different places. And so um, writing for me, the why is to to um, make God's name great, to speak well of him, to tell others yes. about what he can do. And I do that uh, in a variety of different forms. But as it relates to my writing, I am very intentional about it. I want to be used up by the time God calls me in. So I am intentional, and that is why I write, so that I can make God's name great in the earth. Hey, man, my pastor preached a sermon today talking about being intentional. He talked about the woman with the issue of blood. And, you know, she had mm-hmm. a her, she She was intentional about trying mm-hmm. to get to Jesus. She came mm-hmm. with that on her mind. She had something in mind. So that I mm-hmm. love that, Nicole. You know, your why mm-hmm. is to make God's name great. So no matter what it is that you do, no matter what it is that you write, when you speak, no matter mm-hmm. what it is that you're saying, as long as your why is to make God's name great, oh, you can't mm-hmm. go wrong. You won't Absolutely. go wrong. Absolutely. Amen. Absolutely. Absolutely. Now, I know that you've been writing. To do. Yeah. Yes, indeed. Mm-hmm. That's it. And a lot of times people don't understand. I say this every time with every interview. No matter what you've gone through in life, it's never for you. It's Absolutely. never for you. It's always for somebody else. So if you're why, I, I think every writer why, and I know everybody have their different whys, but somewhere mm-hmm. attached to that why, it should be to make God's name great. Because yeah. when he yeah. brought you out of that thing, whatever it was, your testimony is to, to, that you're going to share is how he brought you out. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, but, you know, I found over the years that that takes a level of maturity to get to, to really understand that your trials and your tribulations aren't about you. And you have to be, again, I'm a wordsmith. I love words. You have to be very intentional about really understanding your life and connecting the dots and to be okay with all of the different parts of your life. The good, the bad, the ugly, the right, the wrong, the different, because the Bible is clear that all things work together for good for them that love God and are the cause according to his purpose. And so when you really understand that those things that you perceive to have been bad or tragic, they didn't necessarily come to break you as much as they did to build you so that you might be a blessing to (laughs) other people. But that takes a level of engagement in your own life to really understand that God is not the kind of God that will uh, come into your life to destroy it. In fact, the word is clear, Jeremiah 29, 11, for I know the plans that I have for you, says the Lord, yes, plans not Sarah, to destroy you, but to give you hope and an expected end. Yeah, see, it don't take much for me because I, I can go right home <laughs> at any given moment, okay? So, I love it. Yeah, I you, love you definitely it. got to engage. Yes. <laughs> Yes, I love you it. Girl, you, so you, gotta, you gotta be okay with the good, the bad, and the ugly. That's so when it. you're intentional about the good, the bad, and the ugly, no matter what kind of day you have, no matter what it is, get up speaking life, speaking positive affirmation. Speak those things. The Bible says that death and life is in the power of time, but do you really understand mm-hmm. what that means? See, if you're intentional, then you're gonna understand what that means. Yes, absolutely. You know, so many times people get held up by uh, the things, the negative things that have happened in their lives, and they get stuck. Uh, But when you understand, like you said, that uh, your uh, uh, testimony is the key to somebody else's, um, your tragedy is the key to somebody else's testimony. Uh, But when you understand that at a deeper level, you can be okay with sharing your story because there are many people who are walking around with all kinds of gifts and anointing locked up in them, but they have allowed yes. man to dictate to them how much they mm. tell and how to keep secrets and all these kinds of things. And mm. my mantra is you don't have any business in God. Don't tell me about telling your business because you don't have any business in God. When God really delivers you and sets you free, whom the sun sets free is free indeed, you not controlled and constricted or constrained by what men think of you because you want to please God. And with that comes with sharing some of the most vulnerable parts of your life so that somebody Mm -hmm. else would know that they can get through it too. Amen. And God didn't bring you out to keep your mouth shut. He brought you yep. out to be able to tell. That's why you're out. That's why you brought you out. You, 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 now it's your duty. It's your job. It's your obligation to go out and mm-hmm. share the goodness of God, to let people know, hey, I made it out. And if God did it for me, he can do it for you. You don't have to remain in bondage and, 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 and live in minimality and, and you know, live mm-hmm. in life because you think that you can't have it. You think that you can't go any further. God is no respect of yeah. person. So that is so yep. true. Oh, my gosh. Mm-hmm. I love it. Man. Yeah. I love that. That's right. Mm-hmm. Now, I want to ask you about your younger writing self. I know I heard you say you've been writing as the only child, only grandchild. Mm-hmm. Books were your friend. So being a reader and a writer, 
if you could tell mm-hmm. your younger writing self anything right now, what would it be? Um, I guess I would say, you know, uh, write and share earlier because for a long mm-hmm. time my writing was just, you know, for me. But if I really had an understanding earlier on, uh, I could have been a best-selling author as a teenager. And I know that. Yes. <laughs> I know yes. it. Because yes. the gift was always there, um, you know, but because I just didn't have the awareness. And this is what, you know, my thought process, and I was just sharing with my youngest son today, you know, exposure is everything. And this is why we must expose ourselves to um, people who are doing great things. I heard you talk about your weekend at this awesome writers conference, you know, and being at the feet of people who have already done what you're looking to do as it relates to this industry. If I had that earlier um, and were able to publish some of my earlier writings, um, I would be further along as a writer today. So I would tell my younger self, you know, be bold about what you're writing. You know, don't uh, cower down and, you know, uh, you know, hold and harbor what you know is good. You know it's good. So share it with others. And so that's, that yes. was, that's what I would say. So right even now I encourage my younger son uh, to write, to write his story, because he has a very powerful story of healing as well. Just as I heard you talk about your son, he has a very powerful yes. story of healing. And, um, and I've been telling him that God tell him to write a book about it. And um, one Amen. of the deacons at my church confirmed that uh, for him during the summer camp. He was like, Amen. you know, so excited about it. So uh, that's what I would say, you know, just just share what God has placed in your heart early on. Amen. Yes, be bold. Don't let what you see to the left or right, peer pressure and, and all those things, the world. That's mm-hmm. right. That's, that's great advice. Now, um, I want to talk about the message behind maintaining mm-hmm. your momentum. I want you to, mm-hmm. to tell our listeners the message behind your book, and uh, mm-hmm. if, if that was a genre you would have to place it under, what would that be? So the message behind the book is simply keep going. <laughs> That's it. Mm-hmm. Just keep going. Yeah. Um, when you face mm-hmm. trials and heartaches and disappointments, and we all do, just keep going. Uh, and the reality is uh, it is the enemy's desire to stop us in our tracks from doing good in the earth, from making impact, from making a difference. And so my voice in the earth, as it relates to my writing, my preaching, my teaching, all of those things, uh, the underlying message is all the same. Just keep going. Keep doing what God has called you to do because the reality is somebody needs what you have. So that's the first thing. Um, The genre is uh, self-help. The genre is motivation and inspiration. Um, and so, and because I have intertwined my faith life in it, uh, Christian, spiritual, uh, religion, uh, there are a number of genres that I would put it under. Uh, but most yes. importantly, uh, I believe it is inspiration and motivation to keep people moving on a forward trajectory, not going backwards. But we must look back to see, number one, how far God has brought us, and then, number two, to use the lessons from the past so that we can appropriately apply them to our lives to help us propel forward. 
Uh, so the past is very necessary, but too many times people get stuck. And so I am the voice in the earth to say keep going yes. despite your challenges, but use that challenge to be a, a blessed testimony that uh, to somebody else that they too can overcome. Uh, so that's it, plain and simple. Just keep going. Amen. Amen. So your past is necessary. That's right. You know, and so many times people really allow their past to keep them in a certain place because they think mm-hmm. that, you know, all those thoughts, that, 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 that thought talk, that's what I like to call it, that thought talk mm-hmm. that they experience, all those negative thoughts that you're never going to be in a thing, you're never going to do this, mm-hmm. you're going to be just like your daddy, you're going to be this, mm-hmm. you can't go here, you can't go there. You, you know, all that thought talk, yeah, your past is necessary to help you prepare forward. But don't get mm-hmm. stuck in the past. Just keep moving forward. Keep moving forward. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I'll tell you, you know, when you are trying to overcome those things of old, um, because we are all born into systems. You know, I have done this teaching on a number of occasions. We are all born into yes. systems, a family system, a community system, a school system, da, 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 da. and all of those systems are designed to uh, cause us to conform to what others think we should be, uh, others think yes. we could be. And so when you get to a crossroads in your life, Uh, You have to make a decision that you're going to bust up and break out of the paradigms that others have set for you. And when you do that, you become a force to be reckoned with. But what I have found over the years, sis, in helping women and mentoring and coaching and all of that is that the familiar can be devastating to us because it's the familiar that holds us hostage and we never get to our greatness level. Uh, And so what happens when people begin to go after their healing and to go after breakthrough, uh, whenever they're faced with having to look at the reality of the situation, mama wasn't there, daddy molested you, uncle molested you, or whatever the case might Mm -hmm. be. It's not always something as tragic as that, uh, but it is the familiarity of that pain, the familiarity of victimhood, of victimness that builds a cocoon yes. around us that makes us feel comfortable in that space. But when you begin to break out of it, you have to be intentional about having a support system around you. You have to be intentional about feeding yourself with the word of God. You have to be intentional about not ever going back to that space to live there. Only go back to visit to get the lessons from it, to apply it to your life. But as soon as you go back to familiar because you want to live there because the Bible is clear, it's like a dog going back to lick up its own vomit. And when you decide that that's what you want to do, that's what keeps people in bondage. Not necessarily because they don't want to be free, but you have to fight Mm. for your freedom. No one has ever attained freedom without a fight. (laughs) No one. Yes, God. Yes, girl. You got to fight for your freedom. I love you. Say, don't be a a victimhood. Don't allow your past to build a cocoon around you. You know, this is like, you know, Mm -hmm. this is, you know, Domestic Violence Awareness Month, the month of October. Yes. Going back to what's familiar, those familiar things. You know, people could mm-hmm. live in abnormalcy for so long that that becomes their mm-hmm. normalcy. And they think mm-hmm. that what's abnormal is normal, and it's not. Mm-hmm. It's because mm-hmm. you're in that familiar place, and you don't want to 
I, I think I don't think necessarily that all people who are in that space want to be there. I think, like you just said, you know, uh, the abnormal becomes normal because really, listen, you know, studies have been done that, you know, after 21 days, whatever your behavior is, it's your habit. And so if you have been in a relationship for more than 21 days, uh, that thing is normal for you, whether it's love or whether it's uh, uh, abuse. It, it just is. That's how we have been created. That's how our bodies are formed. That's how our minds and our emotions, everything uh, is designed that way. So after 21 days, right. uh, that it, just, it just becomes your habit. Now, the fight comes in breaking the habit. And this is why yeah. you have so many people who um, can't break addictions, whether it's drugs, sex, financial, whatever the addiction is, because you have to be intentional about getting yourself free. And this is, you know, you hear people yeah. who have been addicted. They had a, a crossroads, a fork in the road where they it said one day enough is enough. And when they said enough is enough, something clicked inside for them to really go after their freedom with everything in them. Uh, and so it is with someone who is in an abusive relationship. You got to be like Fannie Lou Hamer said, you got to be tired of being sick and tired. And yes, uh, so many times, you know, women uh, stay too long in not just abusive relationships, but, but anywhere because we are creatures of habit. And we love to be in spaces where we are connecting with people, even if the connectivity is toxic. Ooh. Even if it's toxic. Amen. Because yes. that's who yes. we have been yes. created to be. We are created to be interconnected. We love the connection with other people. And so when you realize that this is toxic, for many of us, we've already stayed too long by the time we realize that it was toxic a long time mm -hmm. ago. And so this is why yes, you have to have God. people in your life to speak truth to power to you, to tell you mm. that's not love. And I can't tell you the number of women that I have been uh, honored and privileged to serve in that way. And many of them mm. have come back to me several years after the fact because they got mad at me when I told them, but they came back of and course. thanked me because it took them a little bit of time to the for the message to sink in, but many of them finally got out of those relationships, finally got out of those situations, uh, but you need somebody in there to tell you this isn't love, this is not what you should be subjecting yourself to, you're better than that, you're more, worth more than that, you have value, you add value to the earth, and even if they don't get it right there. This is the point. We cannot give up on those people. We have to keep praying, yes. and if God gives yes. us the opportunity, we have to keep on encouraging. Amen? Yeah, that's true. That's true. Amen. You have to keep doing that because, like you said, that's why it's called stronghold, because it has mm -hmm. a stronghold. And, it, and, and just because they, they're not out overnight, it does not mean that they don't want to be out. So pray, yes. prayer, that's what we got to do. We got to keep praying for them, praying them through, seeing them through, mm -hmm. and, and just believing God that he's going to do yeah. the impossible. The words say he's able to do exceedingly and abundantly. But what, what we yeah. can think or even, you know, ask or even think before the thought enters into our minds. And so we know yeah. what God can do. So by just keeping them lifted up in prayer and just trusting that mm -hmm. God is going to hold true to his word. Amen. Amen. Absolutely. Amen. Now, I want to talk about uh, one of your challenges. I want you to share mm -hmm. one of your most difficult challenges you face as a writer and how have you overcome that challenge? 
Um, I think my uh, difficulty is uh, having too many things that I want to write. <laughs> and so I have to I have to temper myself and I have to manage all of that because I have to go out and work. <laughs> you know, um, I can't be a full-time writer at this particular point. I mean, I could be if I really put a strategy around it, but um, God has called yeah. me to do so many things, so many great things. So um, that's not what I'm called to do full time, you know. So I preach and I um, am a diversity director, you know, diversity director, you know, all these things Amen. that God has allowed me the opportunity to do to serve. Um, and so for me, it's really what's my priority in my writing, you know. And so now I know that God is calling me more to write um, professionally. And what I mean by that. Most of my writing is around, um, you know, God and my relationship with God. But now Amen. I'm going to be moving more in the professional realm where I'm going to be talking about how I have overcome, not necessarily uh, exposing my faith directly, but it's always in there indirectly. It's always, right? Uh, Amen. And so I am... Um, Yes, I, I am working on some projects now. Uh, one of them is called Sit at the Table and uh, giving women success strategies to overcome in the corporate world when you are the only one because I'm speaking from experience and how I have used my faith to be able to sit in a corporate boardroom and I'm the only African-American, number one, and the only African-American woman, but yet Amen. have yes. respect. Um, when I speak, people listen. Um, I speak with substance. I speak with authority. Um, I speak with power. Uh, and so really bringing your full self to everything you do. And I know that I don't have to call the name of Jesus because my presence says it all. It's the spirit that harbors within me, that lives within me, that speaks volumes. And so really writing about that aspect of my life, um, really sharing with women how they can show up great and show up in their authenticity without cowering down and backing up and all of those things that yes, corporate America yes. would try to make us do. Uh, I was just at a wonderful conference this past weekend, and I was speaking on the subject of women in leadership, and it just came out. Well, you know, you have to get to the root of your mute. Then I said, wait a minute, let me write that down because I'm going to write about that, right? Because yes, so many of us, of you know, so many women are on mute, right? But what is the root of mm. your mute? Everybody has a root to everything that happens to you. Uh, and so you've got yes. to get to the root of it so that you can overcome it. And so uh, God has taken me in this realm so that I can go to places that are not necessarily faith-based, but take my faith to them. Hallelujah. Amen. Yeah. Now, I'm going to ask you this, and I know the answer to this because you really just answered the question. So would you say that mm -hmm. these are some of the things that motivate you to keep writing, being able to, to allow your presence? And the fact that you do speak with authority and, and that when you show mm -hmm. up, people know that God is there, that God is with you, that mm -hmm. he's with you because of the way mm -hmm. that you show up and because the things that you say, there's relevance to everything that you're saying. And it's always to mm -hmm. help somebody. And it's always, mm -hmm. like you said, uh, to, to ensure that God is getting the glory. So are those some of the mm -hmm. things that motivate you to keep writing? 
Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Um, And like I said, you know, earlier in our conversation, I know my writing can go where I can't, but I also know that God is calling me to write as he is, I believe, other authors uh, so that I can get my foot in doors that I may not get my foot in without the expertise, quote, quote, of a book. Uh, and so I can send my book as a forerunner, if you will. Ooh, glory yes. to God. Yes. I can send yes, my God. book as a forerunner. Uh, and then when I show up, I know that my presence will make the difference. So uh, I know that my writing is very, very important in the earth. Uh, and not only that, it motivates me to know that when I am gone off of this earth from this uh, fleshly body, that there will be an yes. imprint in the earth that I was here. Uh, and so my great-grandchildren can go to the Library of Congress and look up Jesus' yes. book. That's my Gigi, right? Uh, and so they can yes. look and see <laughs> what I have done. And they can then build upon that legacy. So, you know, it's, it's much bigger than just talking to people now. It is also talking to generations to come because we are all the benefactors of that with this word of God starting with that. And then all of these other sacred books that we have, people who are long gone off the scene, but their books are still blessing us. And so yes, uh, that is my intention to be able to leave legacy for those coming behind me to know that not only was I here, but I was a voice crying in the wilderness for a mighty God, uh, that I made a difference, that I made impact, and uh, I used all of my gifts to bless God's high yes. name. Hallelujah. Yes, yes God. You don't want to go to the grave empty. You, you want to go empty. You don't want to go holding anything in. You want to be poured up. Everything that God has given to you, amen. I'm so in agreement with you on it, just being, and once again, that goes back to being intentional, wanting to leave a Mm -hmm. legacy behind. Amen. Mm -hmm. Now, now when you talk about the the cover of your book, because Mm -hmm. it just, just the cover of the book itself, though as simple as it is, speaks volume. And I want you to (laughs) share you know, uh, the vision that God gave you for the cover of the book. Mm-hmm. Um, so um, one thing that I know of is that pictures uh, do something to our brains. Now, I'm not scientifically educated to talk about all that happens, but I know that it does. Uh, and so for it me, <laughs> just my own depiction of what I call, this is my picture of myself, I call this me winning. Uh, And that's how I feel because I'm winning from the inside out. Uh, And so I am also drawn to books myself by the title and the cover. And so I'm always thinking about how I respond, what makes me want to pick up a book. And so uh, just using this picture of myself, my winning picture, that's what I call it, uh, it conveys the message, you know. Uh, It is also a picture of me winning uh, because I am successful. I'm not talking from a novice, novice's perspective. I am talking from experience and expertise. I have succeeded. I have won. Uh, and all of those things are relative, of course, but from my perspective, I'm speaking from experience and I'm pouring and imparting into the hearts of women. So the cover for me uh, is the thing that connects me to 
the woman who will pick up this book to say, oh, yeah, I know she has something to say to me. So that was my motivation for using this particular picture um, to show me in my winning stance. That's what I call it. And everything about my essence comes across in that photo because that's how I it feel does. about myself. I'm confident. Yes. I, I, I'm succeeding. I am winning. I'm victorious. I'm more than a conqueror. All of that. Yes. Uh, and that is true. <laughs> you know, it's not just a photo. It's how I live. It's what I believe. It's how I think. Uh, it's how I show up in the earth. Uh, and so that was the motivation behind using that particular picture for this book. Amen. And it does all of that. Just when you look at mm-hmm. it, it says, I am winning. It absolutely yeah. says that. So I just, and I know you get this all the time, so I know I'm not the first to tell you that. So I tell you, thank you for being obedient to the vision that God gave because that cover just speaks for itself. It truly does. Amen. It truly, truly Amen. does. Now, and thank you for um, that. As, Amen. Mm-hmm. Amen. Now, being that, you know, you're an author and a reader, who are some of the authors that inspire you? Mm. I read all kinds of stuff. I don't have, like, a favorite person um, because I like books that really speak to where I am in the moment. Uh, And so I, I, I... I get books based on the title. If it resonates with me at that particular moment, um, I get it. You know, um, Mark Batterson is one of the favorite writers that I do like to read because I love the way that he writes. I love uh, the way that he uses the word of God and the story. So I like Pastor Mark Batterson. Um, Of course, I like John Maxwell. Um, uh, um, Sophia Nelson really has a good book talking about women in leadership. Uh, Marshawn Daniels, I love her writing. She just wrote another book uh, about um, be- dreaming big. I can't, I know that's not the name of but uh, dreaming big or bigger. I like that one. I'm in the middle of reading that one. Priscilla Shira, I'm in the midst of reading her book. So I read like yes. four or five books at a time, right? Uh, so I mean, yes, all of those. <laughs> Uh, so I love to read. I'm an avid Amen. Knowledge is power. Amen. Know, yeah. And, and, and I believe that, you know, uh, you reap what you sow. And because I have sown so much into the lives of other authors and writers, I know uh, yes. that God is blessing my own writing ministry as well. Oh, indeed. Oh, indeed. Without mm-hmm. a doubt. And you know how that mm-hmm. goes around. So it absolutely so uh, just for both, so uh, and I never have a problem with, with doing that. So I just have to just tag team you on that one because that is definitely true. Um, I want to talk about some things that you do in your spare time because I know you wear many hats, and I know mm-hmm. you do so many other things, but what are some things that you do when you're not writing, when you just want to mm-hmm. relax and spend some time? Some, just some, some me time, just some, some Nicole time, just what do you do when it, that does not involve writing? The first thought that comes to my mind is nothing. <laughs> I, you know, I just like to just, just be, you know. I just like to be, um, you know. So reading is a very, um, one of my favorite pastimes, and I can do that all day. You know, I was reading, I've been yeah. reading for about three hours this afternoon before um, I called in for, for this time with you. Um, I certainly love to 
um, spend time with my family, my husband. We've been together it's 31 years, and I was sharing with another uh, sister uh, on my on this past week at my job. Uh, and she's early on in her marriage, and so I've coached her and, you know, mentored her. And I told her, you know, I just like to be in the same room with him. We, we, we can, he's watching football. I'm not a football fan, but just because I'm with him, um, that, that's a great time for me. He's on the, on the sofa. I'm on the love seat, and we just sitting there together. Amen. So I love to Amen. do that. And um, that, to me, is very comforting because he is my biggest supporter, my greatest cheerleader. Uh, and so just being with him uh, is, uh, for me, uh, one of the greatest times that I can have just to unwind um, because he supports me. He pushes me. He's actually um, the brains behind a lot of the things that I have done as it relates to my ministry. Um, he was the one that encouraged me to create my apps um, that people can download and uh, all of these different things that I have done. Uh, he has been the one that says, well, why don't you try this? Why don't you do that? A great visionary, great marketing Amen. mind. And so I'm just thankful for that kind of support. Uh, and so that that's what I do. You know, I don't, I don't have a whole lot of other things that I'm out doing when I'm not preaching or teaching and coaching yes. and all that kind of stuff. You know, just being at home, just being, uh, reading, and spending time with my family uh, that to me is is great. Well, I have to back up here for a minute, then, I, and I have to do this before we go any further because I heard you say that you two have been together for thirty one years. Is that correct? <laughs> that is correct. So I got to give you a because so Absolutely. many, so many don't make it that far, and so mm-hmm. you know just. Congratulations, and just uh, Thank you. Just, just say that um, you know just that in a, in itself just says a lot, and to have that support, you know, I think mm-hmm. that's so important as a writer, uh, having family support, having the support of a spouse. And uh, trust me, when you don't have that support, it it shows, and so I mm-hmm. think the burnout is greater. Um, everything just lacks. It, it, there's no real good balance there when you don't get that support. So uh, I wanted mm-hmm. to just definitely give you a, a hand clap of, of, of applause there, you know, just for Thank that. Thank you. Um, and now I know that uh, we. I want to remind our listeners that uh, our phone line is open. And so we have quite a few callers on. And I don't know why the callers are so shy. They don't want to call in. But our line is mm-hmm. open. If you have a question for Author Nicole, please, or you just have a comment, you are welcome to call in. The number to dial in is 657-383-0898. Again, the number is 657-383-0898. And I know there may be some of you listening that may be in to write a book or, you know, just you have a story and you want to tell, you have a testimony of hope and healing and you just don't know what to do or how to get started. So, Nicole, I want you to share some words of inspiration and motivation to those who are Mm -hmm. listening who just may want to do this but just don't know how to start. Well, I think it's very important that you um, link up with someone who can um, push you, you know, uh, and this is the reason that 
one of the other reasons that I write too, because I think it's important that we um, build up the momentum. I just think it's something about that. Uh, I recently did a book collaboration of 17 authors. Uh, Ten of them were first-time co-authors, and the other Mm -hmm. seven were celebrity authors. Yeah. And my motivation for doing the book collaboration, because I had never done one, the motivation was to help people to build the momentum to write. Because my thought was, you know, I had so many people asking me the very same question that you asked me, and I was very prayerful, and I felt a push in my spirit from God to go ahead and do this book collaboration um, because, you know, so many people are doing them, uh, and I've never wanted to follow the crowd. I've always been a leader, never a follower, but God prompted yeah. me in my spirit to help women to um, begin this process, to build up momentum, because once you make the accomplishment and see your name in life, if you will, as an author, uh, that will give them the motivation to go on into writing their own books because it seems like a huge task to write your own book. And so perhaps you can link up with somebody who is doing a book collaboration um, and that way you can work on a chapter and, you know, get the success with that and then move into your own book. Uh, And so I would just say you have to start somewhere. Uh, It is very important that you get what's in you out because someone needs that. And you are responsible for doing just that. You know, the old folks used to say it like this, the blood of somebody's life will be on your hands because they need what you have. Uh, And so you are responsible for birthing that out Uh, And so if you need, you know, a coaching uh, writing group, perhaps, you know, find a coach, a writing coach that can help you um, join a group um, of people that are writing things that I offer for my co-authors, coaching through the process and really helping them um, to get past writer's block and what to do about it and how to overcome that. Uh, So I am going to be opening up another group um, next month, and we're going to be starting the process in January. So people can certainly watch my Facebook page to see when that offering goes out. But I think with all of these projects that people have going, and I know you have projects going um, and have opportunities for people, all they have to do is just watch social media. You know, don't jump at every opportunity, but research the person, see if it's somebody that you would like to align yourself with, align your brand with, because we are all a brand um, yes. Whether you think you're a brand or not, you are a brand. <laughs> uh, and then, yes, you, are. you know, right, see if that opportunity is something that, you know, jives with your spirit and go for it. You know, I have been a part, a co-author, and I think I'm up to now about 13 or 14 books because I Amen. feel like Amen. I have to use every platform, every opportunity Um, that I feel led to participate in so that I can do what my assignment is, and that is to speak well of God and to do it in several different mediums. And so when you join a book collaboration, you know, the people who you don't know uh, that know the other co-author, then they get to know you and your story, you know. So you just continue to spread your message out. 
Um, and so I would just say, you know, those recommendations for uh, anybody who's listening that says, you know, I really want to, but I don't know where to get started. Well, here's some ways that you can do that. Look around on Facebook, see who's doing a book collaboration, you know, find a writing group, um, avail yourself to these different opportunities and see what happens, you know, see where you go. Um, write a short Amen. article and submit it for submission. You can do that. You know, challenge yourself. And then go after those things that that little voice in your head tells you that you're not qualified for. That's when you need to press forward. <laughs> when that right. goes up, that's when you need to press yourself forward. Yes, God. <laughs> that's good. Mm-hmm. Connect with others that are out there. That's right. Join a group. Mm-hmm. Uh, social media, I tell you, these days, social media has evolved. You hear me? Yeah. And so mm-hmm. pretty much any group that you want to join to help you learn how to do whatever it is that you want to do in regards to writing, mm-hmm. You can connect with someone. And, you know, the groups, there's no charge to join most of these groups. You know, you can just join. There may be a couple of questions you have to ask, but just join the mm-hmm. group and, and participate. Mm-hmm. And let, let these people pour into you. I, I, I'm, I raise my hand. You know, I'm a mm-hmm. member of several groups, and I love how mm-hmm. I learn so much from being a part of these groups. You know, allowing yep. the, the, you know, the, the people who've gone before me and paved the way who are successful. So, mm-hmm. you know, you want to well, be I- successful, mirror that. Yeah, and I think it's interesting for us to mention that that's how we met, in a group. Yes, it is. Exactly. <laughs> yes, indeed. And I avail oh, myself uh, uh, to this opportunity. You know, um, you put the opportunity in the group. And I said, yes. oh, yes, I raised my hand. I would like to be I'm a part of this because exactly. it looked like something yes. that would jive with my um, I love the work that you are doing. And I was like, okay, Amen. yes. Thank and you. I think this is a perfect example of that, you know, because if you're listening and you've tuned in uh, to Sister Twyla's show in the past, you don't know me. But now I get the opportunity to make my introduction to you based on yes. our meeting in that group. Indeed. And that is, you know, that is a perfect example. And let's see, there's what, 47, 48, 49, 52 callers on right now. And I don't know how many are listening via the Internet. So just think about mm. it. At least I know these people are listening right here. And guess what? You have now yes. met Nicole. And you hear this yes. powerful woman speaking. You hear mm-hmm. her testimony. Mm-hmm. You hear her talking Absolutely. about why it's important to remember your why. Why do you? Why you have to keep giving in in in, in difficult times? Don't stop. Mm-hmm. You hear her testimony. Yeah. So guess what? If God mm-hmm. has done these things for her and He's done these things for me, He can do it for you yeah. too. Absolutely. So please, Absolutely. you know, if you're out there, you're listening. Just do it. Just do it. There's something, and you know if God is tugging at you to do something. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you Absolutely. know when God Absolutely. has placed something in your heart, you can't run from mm-hmm. it. Because for one, if God has truly called you to do it, he's not going to leave you alone until you do it. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> Amen. Absolutely. Amen. So mm-hmm. let's talk about your upcoming event. Do you have any upcoming events that you want to share with the listeners? I do not at this time other than 
um, preparing to put the call out for um, the book collaboration um, that's going to be starting in January, and that book is going to be called Triumphant Testimonies to Transform Your Life. So I'm going to be looking for people who want to share their testimonies, um, you know, in an effort to transform the life of someone else. Um, I am also going to be doing a teleconference, um, four-week teleconference um, program. We're not ready to launch just yet, uh, but it's going to be next month, and it's going to be the Blueprint for Success for 2019. So helping people to get ready for the new year, you know, helping them to establish uh, what their purpose is, what their vision is, and then to begin to put together some goals to go into 2019. Um, So they can certainly be on the lookout for that on Facebook as well as on my website, NicoleSMason.com, and that's N-I-C-O-L-E-S-Mason.com. Um, and so, you know, anything else this at, for the end of this year, uh, I'm going to be traveling, um, preaching and teaching and speaking mm-hmm. and just kind of relaxing for the rest of the year uh, in addition to those couple of things. But I'm excited excited about connecting with your listeners and those who may want to connect with me to help them to birth out of them what they are. Uh, I am what they call a spiritual midwife. I help people to birth out those things that are in them. And, you know, the people that I have been honored and privileged to serve, they'll tell you, uh, you know, uh, I can be tough all in love, <laughs> uh, but, Amen. But, but they ha- have accomplished what they set out to do, you know, because I'm one of those people, if you say that you want to do it, and particularly if you say that God has called you to do it and God told you, uh, I'm not going to let you rest on your laurels when things get hard and, you know, you can't figure it out. This is why we walk together so that I can help you uh, get the answers that are already inside of you. That is the powerful practice of coaching. Get the answers that are already inside of you and then appropriately apply uh, those lessons to your life so that you can achieve the kind of success that not only you want, but that God intended for you to have. Amen. Amen. I hear mm-hmm. that. So, listeners, there you mm-hmm. have it right there. That That's it. And we definitely want to stay connected. Um, if any of the information that you want to go back and catch that Nicole has given out, the link is going to be posted on the website. So you'll be able to go back and catch the entire interview. Uh, any information that you want to able to catch or write down or jot down, Please, I'm going to um, post this up. You'll be able to visit the Conference Cafe website again and catch the replay. And make sure you go mm-hmm. back and, and take notes. Um, one thing I want to say, Nicole, is that I'm definitely going to be looking for their triumph and testimony to transform your life project. And mm-hmm. so um, I'm going to be following you um, with that. And um, so um, more to follow on that. Um Mm-hmm. So I'll be uh, um, planning on connecting with you with that. So I'll be watching okay, for that. Okay, excellent. Yeah, I will. Um, now I want you mm-hmm. to share with the listeners how they can connect with you and how they can purchase your book. Sure. So uh, we are running a sale until the end of this month 
for $10 for this book, Maintain Your Momentum. You can go to my website. Um, again, that's Nicole S. Mason. That's N-I-C-O-L-E-S Mason.com. And I'll be happy to send your autographed book um, right to you. They're $10 until 1031. Um, and there are some other books there that I have written, uh, co-authored, uh, just a, a wonderful array of items that will certainly motivate you and inspire you. Amen. So that's NicoleSMason.com, mm-hmm. correct? Yes. Okay, yes. so there you have it, listeners. Please go on over and take a look at this um, wonderful, wonderful vessel that God has given us on this evening to share her testimony. Um, please check out her website, and she's running a special this month. Uh, I tell you, I have this book, and you definitely, this is one book that you want to have. If you want to know mm-hmm. how to maintain your momentum and keep on keeping on, no matter what things mm-hmm. are looking like with your physical eyes, you want to learn how to see things through your spiritual eyes and just keep moving forward, then you definitely want to purchase um, this book. Um, now, Nicole, mm-hmm. we are down to our bonus question. I want you to mm-hmm. let us all know what does the word conqueror mean to you? Oh, I love that and was looking forward to this question. So conqueror, yes, uh, is someone that does not allow uh, the whims and the uh, wiles of life overwhelm them. God sent us all here to be more than conquerors, and we all will face challenging times, but a conqueror is somebody that Take the licking and keep on ticking. A conqueror is somebody that may get knocked down but not out. A conqueror is somebody that may bend but won't break. All of these things are scriptural. So I love this word, and I love this Conqueror's Cafe because uh, I feel so energized and so empowered and invigorated just by listening uh, to the call and the scripture and the word and uh, what uh, Sister Twyla does. And so for me, conquering is just uh, getting back up when everything and everybody says you wouldn't or you couldn't get back up. And you prove to them that there was a power inside of you uh, and nothing or no one can break it or uh, cause it to shrink back because you have the power of God on the inside of you. The Bible is clear. We did not become living beings until God breathed his very essence into us. And so if God is breathing inside of us, we cannot be overwhelmed. We cannot be overcome because we are indeed more than conquerors because we have the spirit of God dwelling on the inside of us. Amen, amen. This has been an awesome show. I tell you, what an amazing testament of hope and healing. And Sister Nicole, I just want to say thank you so much. Just thank you for sharing your heart and your journey with our listeners on this evening. And I want to just personally encourage you to just keep pressing forward as you um, Mm -hmm. you make an impact in God's kingdom. Keep teaching and inspiring those that you come in contact with. You know, God truly has called you and built you for this. And I want to just um, just give a recap to our listeners. You know, I want to encourage them to, to connect with you. You know, just the message that you've given out, just, you just have to remember your wife, okay? Remember mm-hmm. your wife. You must outweigh your obstacles. 
even when you, the obstacle is you, because sometimes mm-hmm. we can become our biggest obstacle. We can mm-hmm. become our greatest obstacle. She's told us that we have to remain intentional in everything that we do. Be okay with the good, the bad, and the ugly. No matter what it mm-hmm. looks like, we, the, it, we have to remember that the enemy wants to stop us from doing good. He wants to stop us. The Bible tells us he comes to kill, steal, and destroy. So when those things and those challenges show up, we got to do what? Count it all joy. That's what the Bible tells us to do. You can't get mad at the devil. He's on his job. And sometimes it ain't the devil. Sometimes it's you. Sometimes it's me. We can become our own obstacle. And we have to remember that our past is necessary. It's necessary to catapult us. It's necessary to projectile us into the future, into the things that God has called us to do. We cannot remain stuck in the past. We cannot let those abnormal things become our normalcy. We have to be able to stand up, stand firm, keep moving forward. We have to do that. Don't allow what's been familiar to devastate you and hold you hostage. Mm-hmm. Nicole has told us, don't fall into victimhood. Don't let those things become a cocoon around you. She says you got to fight for your freedom. Fight for your freedom. So thank you so much, Nicole. God bless you. Is there any last thing you want to say to our listeners before we, before we let you go this evening? So I just want to say a great big thank you to you for this awesome opportunity um, to share tonight. I never take these opportunities lightly, nor do I take them for granted. And I would just want to say to everyone who is listening that uh, it is your time now to show up great in the earth. I believe that we have an obligation to do that. Uh, Somebody else made a sacrifice so that you can be here today. And uh, it is to utilize all of the skills, gifts, and talents that God has placed on the inside of us and let it happen today, not tomorrow, because tomorrow is not promised. That is not just a cliche. That is real. Uh, And so there is enough in you. You are enough. You are more than enough. And so trust you to do good by you. Amen. Amen, amen, and amen. Okay, everyone, that is our show for this evening here on the Copper's Cafe. I pray that our show tonight has blessed your socks off. We want to invite you to join us again next Sunday evening right here, same place, same time, 7 o'clock p.m. Eastern Standard Time with our special guest, Rodnette Upton. She's the founder and CEO of Next Level Lifestyle Intentional. And as we close, I need you to remember, we all know that life can sometimes present a series of events that can lead us down certain paths in life that can lead to discouragement, frustration, and even sometimes destruction. But we must remember that it's our relationship with God that sustains us when we reach our limits and want to quit in our journey. We can do two things. You can stand firm, dig deep, and keep persevering, or you can turn back to those familiar things that weren't good for you in the first place. Remember, the choice that you make has the power 
to alter the course of your destiny for the rest of your life. Thank you all for listening, and remember to keep making the impossible possible by spreading your own broken wings and soaring by the power of God as you transform your tragedy into empowering moments. Until next time, I'm your host, Arthur Twilo Reed, your tragedy to strategy mentor. For speaking engagements or consultation, please email me at info at twilereed.com or you can connect with me by phone by dialing 912-335-3799. Or if you have a testimony of hope and healing that you would like to share with the world, let's connect. Again, you can reach me at info at twilereed.com. Take care. God bless you all. I love you all. Have an amazing week this week. And remember, keep making the impossible possible. God bless you. a little bit, y'all.
Your name 